Are you ready to inject a little punk rock DIY ethos into your indie author career? Join me, best-selling author Steph Green, for the Rage Against the Manuscript podcast, where we're going to explore how to tell your story, find your readers, and build a badass author brand. For more info, check out our website at www.rageagainstthemanuscript.com. Hi writers, it's Steph here again and welcome back to our very first episode of Rage Against the Manuscript podcast for 2021. I hope you've had an awesome break with with friends and family and I hope, you know, whatever's going on with lockdowns and and whatnot in your country that that you're coping okay and that you are, you know, you've come into 2021 and you are ready to rock this. So I am declaring 2021 the year of author collaborations. I think this is a wonderful time while we're all stuck at home and we can't get to writing conventions and we can't like, you know, talk face to face. I think this is a wonderful year to kind of grow our our networks and work with other authors over the internet. You know, that wonderful thing that helps us be writers. So other authors are not scary, they are your biggest allies and cheerleaders, and you can work together to lift each other up and to grow your readership. So I'm really excited about, you know, different kinds of collaboration opportunities that that you, you know, you have with other authors, and so that's what I wanted to talk about today. So, you know, first I think it's really important to just say, you know, why working with other authors is awesome. So first of all, it's awesome because it's fun, and I think we should never overlook that, you know, writing, you know, sure, it's a career, but also, you know, it's, you know, my motto is always, if you're not having fun, then you shouldn't be doing this, you might as well be an investment banker, because there are much easier ways to earn a living than writing, so I always think, first of all, I should be having fun, and I always have fun when I am working with other authors, because they totally get me. You know, we all, you know, we love the same books, we have the same jokes, we, you know, we we know the the ins and outs and the ups and downs of being a writer, and so, yeah, yeah, have lots of, these are my peeps, have lots of fun. Um, the other thing is that many hands make light work. So, you know, if you've got a giant project that you're trying to get off the ground, um, sometimes having lots of people being able to chip in means that you can actually do really awesome things that you wouldn't be able to do just by yourself. Um, you get to make friends, you get to meet cool new people, um, and even and especially authors that you really admire. I'm going to talk about this a little bit Um as we go on, you know, about, you know, actually being able to work with, you know, bigger name authors and authors that you, you know, you personally really like, oh my god, oh my god, their books are amazing, oh my god, I love them, I'm so excited and like totally fangirling or fanboying, so that's a really cool sort of benefit of, you know, collaborations. And the big thing, the big business reason why you might want to collaborate with other authors is because you get to tap into their already engaged reader audience. Now, you know, sort of talking about, you know, always trying to find new readers and new, you know, leads in marketing parlance. And when we talk about leads, we've got, you know, sort of, 
different levels of potential readers. You know, we've got people who who are what we call cold leads. You don't have to remember these terms. And cold leads are people who may be like vaguely interested, but you actually don't know are they a reader? You know, if they are a reader, do they read? You know, on an e-reading device. You know, do they read indie books? Do they read a new genre? You like, you don't know. So often, cold leads. You, you know, you get them from things like Facebook ads. You, you, you know, so like a lot of the people that you're showing your Facebook ads to, they might not necessarily. They might be a reader because you're usually targeting other authors, so they they like that author, but they might not read. They might only read like three books a year they might not read on a kindle they might not read indie books you know you just you know so they're quite cold leads and then you have what we call warm leads and warm leads are people that you that you know are already sort of predisposed to liking the thing that you have the audiences of um you know fellow authors are usually warm leads because you know that they Love your genre because they read this other author that's in your genre. You know that they read ebooks. You know that they read indie authors. Um, and so, if you're collaborating with with other authors, then you've already got this audience of warmer leads that you can all tap into, and that's really really exciting. And what's cool about you know working with other authors and sharing your audience is that readers are super cool, and that they can read lots and lots of books, and it doesn't impact your you know your bottom line in any way. So, for example, one of your readers can read all of your books, and they can also read all of your author friends books and it doesn't impact either you know it doesn't decrease the number of your books that they're going to read if they read other people's books so sharing these warm leads around is awesome so we're going to talk a little bit about doing that today and how we can how we can do that but first of all I just want to say you know when you are collaborating with other authors it's it, you know it's good to be very strategic and very wise and very kind of intuitive about the collaborators that you choose especially for more intense projects so you know a collaborator that you choose first of all the authors that you collaborate with should be in your genre the tighter the genre of you know the genre match of the collaborators you work with, the better this is going to work for you. You know you you don't just want to be collaborating with like other fantasy authors. You want to be collaborating with other urban fantasy authors or other epic fantasy authors or other space fantasy authors. You want to be very very tight about that genre. So first of all, so they should be in your genre. They obviously, you know, from a business perspective, um, they should be, you know, of the same level or higher than you. And I'm sort of talking about the quality of their products here. So this means, you know, they should have really good covers. Um, they should have really good blurbs. You should be looking at their products, even if you're not, you know, you're not reading them because we can't all read every single book from every single collaborator but you should be having a, a good solid look and making sure that you're you're working with people who put out you know quality products um, they need to be low drama and they need to be a lot of fun so you know when I look at collaborators I you know I tend to find these people you know, people in the Facebook groups um, for my genre, sort of author Facebook groups, and you know, you over time you see the things that people post and what they talk about, and 
you know maybe you've been talking with people on like private facebook chats for a while and stuff and so you you kind of you get the vibe of what they're what they're putting down if they're constantly like putting out drama um and talking shit about other authors or talking crap about their readers then you just you know that's just not a person you have to work with um and every other person's you know your capacity for drama is going to be, you know, every person is going to be different, um, but it's just, you know, it's just up to you. It's just about using your intuition. If, you know, if someone seems like they're just going to be more trouble than they're worth, then you just, you don't have to work with them, and that's that's totally cool. You know, you don't have to be rude to them, you don't have to be mean to them, you can support them, um, you can share their stuff, all that kind of thing, but you don't, you know, you don't have to actively approach them about collaborations. There's no, like, have to in any of this. Um, and you know, also people should be people that you think you know that you want to get to know. You know that you think, yeah, they're really fun. I'd be really excited to do a project with them. Yes, I love their books. I'd be so excited. Don't be afraid to ask big name authors. You know, authors that are that have significantly bigger audiences than you. The, the authors that you really admire. The, the authors that maybe got you into your genre. I mean, obviously, look, they you know the, these bigger authors again. They've got to be really tight in your genre sort of this is all really about fit for indie authors for self-publishing authors but you should be approaching authors that are also indie authors um because it's hard to get um traditionally published authors they don't have the kind of freedom to run these sorts of collaborations often that that we as indies do so don't be afraid to ask big name authors. Now, the worst that a big name author can do is just say, no, sorry, I'm too busy at the moment. And that's totally fine. That is not you know, a reflection on you or anything like that. Um, but they might say yes, but you never know until you ask. And remember that big name authors, they always want new readers. You know, that's how they got big. They got big because they had readers. So they're always they're always keen for something that will you know will help them get new readers. If you're doing all of the work, this is the key. If you want to attract you know, bigger name authors and you're you know a small author and you you know, then you should run something. Because what they are, they they've got you know they've got income to burn. They can run ads. They're they're big author, but what they don't have is time to run this stuff. So if you're doing all the work and you'll make it really low effort for them, then you know it's probably a no-brainer for them to say sure. You know I go into promos all the time for you know people who ask me. Basically, you know anytime someone asks me if the the promo looks good. The covers and stuff of all the other authors looks good, and it's just a thing where I have to like fill out a form, and you know, even if I have to pay like ten dollars or something to do this thing, you know, if it is if someone else is organising it, I'm like, fucking hell, sign me up. So you're thinking about doing some some author collaboration projects this year? What kind of projects could you do? So I wanted to give you a few ideas. So uh, uh, first one is really good. It's really simple. It's just a multi-genre Facebook group. So a Facebook group dedicated to your specific sort of corner, specific niche of the subgenre, you know, of your of your wider genre world, and you know the the point of this group is to get a few authors together, some founding authors together, and then attract lots of readers to this group. Um, so it becomes a, a group where, where readers join, where readers recommend other books, where they find new books to read, and where all of the, the, the founding authors of the group can like, you know, pull from this joint reader audience. Um, so 
what you would do with this kind of thing is you would ask maybe five other authors, maybe ten other authors. You know, you could have more, but you know, I would start small and then maybe add more later. Um, and you you will create this group, and then each day a different author will you know, that will be their day. So they'll have one day a month, or two days a month, or one day a week where they are responsible for posting in the group, and they'll they'll post lots of things. They'll post games. They'll you know post things about their their new releases or their backlist, and just trying to get you know the, the whole focus of the group will be trying to get readers to join the group and then to interact with the posts, to like them, to share them, to comment on them, especially to comment on them. So creating like discussion and community community and asking questions and playing games. Games always get people commenting. Um, and so, you know, the, the, the benefit about this is, of course, you can do this by yourself. But if you did this by yourself, you're going to have to be posting in that group every single day. But if you get 10 other authors who are really close, good fit in your genre, your subgenre, you only have to post one day a fortnight. And that's super cool, and you're then tapping into those the audiences of those of those ten other readers, so it's awesome. And you guys can also do you know sort of cool things um, specifically for the readers of this group, like giveaways. Um, some authors will you know the ten authors will put like a little bonus scene into a box set, and they'll just give the box set away in the group. That you know that kind of all kinds of things to kind of get people excited about joining the group. So that's one idea. Sort of the next step along that route would be a multi-author promo newsletter or book club. So these are popping up all over in different kind of iterations. So a really popular one is a, is, is a book club. And what this is, is you get together with 12 other authors, or sorry, 11 other authors, 12 authors in total, one author a month. And so one author a month um, gives away a book for free to the subscribers of the book club. So for a reader, they subscribe to this mailing list, it's in a specific genre, and once a month they get an email saying, here's a book from this exciting new author, and it's free. And then at the end of the year, every author in the book club, so all 12 authors, gets all of the subscribers from the book club to go on their mailing list. So over the course of the year, those readers are highly engaged, and you know you already know that they love your genre, um, and that they've they've probably downloaded one of your books at least. Um, so this is a really good thing to do. You can run this in lots and lots of different ways. Um, so you know you could just run a thing where you got together with ten or twenty other authors, and once a week you you all just submitted any books that you wanted to put in that week's newsletter and then that week's newsletter goes out um, and you could have everyone pay a small fee so maybe everyone you've got 20 authors you pay ten dollars a month then that's that might be enough to pay a, a, a PA um, person to put the newsletter together for you so you don't even have to do it and it's just a great way to like grow you know to grow an audience um, that will you know help lift up all of the authors at the set. Um, you can also do this with say audiobooks. So get together with a few different authors who you know, are regularly putting out audiobooks if that's something that you're doing, and um, you know say to, you know tell your readers 
you join this mailing list, um, once a month you'll get an email with all of our new audiobooks or discounted audiobooks. And that's a really great way to kind of tap into an audiobook audience. So that's really um, other things you can do, obviously, um, Book Funnel and Story Origin are two websites where you you, know, you sort of give away books or give away audiobooks for free. And often you, you, know, you attract these readers with these sort of multi-author promotions where they can pick and choose different books they get for free and join author newsletters. And so this is a really cool um, thing that you can do with other authors. You can usually sort of apply to join these promotions without kind of knowing people who are running them. Um, you just have to go to the websites and look at the, the open promotions, or you might see them advertised in like author groups and Facebook, that kind of thing. So that's just a really simple thing that you can do if you want to frequently have these sort of low-level promotions running. Um, you can also run them, um, and you can also kind of pull together other authors and, you, you know, sort of set them up. And usually all it requires um, in exchange for being part of these promotions is that you need to share the link to the promotion in your newsletter or on your social media. Another thing that you can do, um, and it takes a bit more organising, um, but they can be really, really beneficial, is, you know, take your subgenre or specific trope in your subgenre or some, some sort of key overarching theme and create a reader challenge. So this is where you say you dedicate a month, you say we're going to have a month-long reader challenge and we're going to create a list of books that the readers are trying to read in this month. And then we're going to have like a Facebook group or a, um, a newsletter where we kind of talk about the books and we encourage you to read more books and to share the books that you've read and the ones that you, you know, you're reading at the moment and what ones did you like the most and stuff like that. I have been in a few of these and they are awesome. They are so cool. And usually they're run by um, a, like a PA service or one specific author who, who then has a PA that does a lot of the setup because it's a bit, a bit of a mission. Um, but they, you know, the, the tighter you can get that genre in the reader challenge, the, the, the better it's going to be. And obviously you can sort of have, you know, in a month-long challenge you can have maybe 30 books. And not all readers are going to read all 30 books. Like in, in my subgenre in, in romance, readers are very voracious. And asking them to read 30 books in a month, a lot of them are going to do it. Um, but in your, your genre you might have like 20 books or like 10 books and just make it clear they don't have to read all the books and you know then you, you have this this kind of group where they all get together and talk about the books they're reading and you can get all the authors to like give away things to the readers and stuff like make it really fun for them like really beneficial for them to to join the thing so that's a monthly reader challenge and that's really really cool and then finally, you know, the other thing that you can do um, is, you know, work on like box sets and anthologies. So as I've sort of said before in articles and, you know, other conversations about this, the anthologies and box sets, they're, they're less beneficial than they used to be. There was a, a big period there about 2015 where these, sort of maybe 16, where these were super, they were like the trick. They were like the way to build an audience. And it's harder now because Amazon have tightened the rules around them, things like that. Um, but they are still super beneficial. So there are lots of options here to collaborate with authors. So on the real sort of simple side, 
Let's say if you're a wide author and you've got perma-free books, get together with other wide authors who also have perma-free books in your genre and put together perma-free box sets because these attract different types of readers than the readers that are just downloading your perma-free um, book one and then use the box set, put your perma-free book ones in it, and then each of you advertises the next book in the series. I am in one of these, which I've been in for like, I think over a year now, and it is one of, it's, it's seriously, it's so cool. It um, is really helping me sell the book two in my perma-free series. It's, yeah, you can really see the difference. It's, I've been really impressed with it, so I would definitely do that again. Uh, you can also do the same thing with, with book ones in a genre. So, you know, even just, yeah, just have a, a, a permanent box set. Um, obviously, you can only do this if you're wide, um, you know, with currently published books, because um, Kindle Unlimited has a rule that you can't have a book in Kindle Unlimited on its own, and then also in Kindle Unlimited in a multi-author box set. You can have it in, in KU, on its own and in KU in your own box set, but not a multi-author one. So, but if you're wide, that's not a problem. Um, so you could have a, a permanent or a semi-permanent um, wide box set. draft to digital makes um, this really easy to sort of divide up the royalties um, on that box set if you, you know, if you want to go that route. Um, and that again, that can be a really good way to just get readers into a book one. Um, you know, you can also use them to like aim for the USA Today book, um, bestseller list, all those kind of things. And then the other way to go with box sets is to use them to for, you know, for example, for new material to grow your audience. So the best way to do this is to think about, you know, getting 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 in with other authors in your genre. Um, again, this is a thing where you know put together a list of like the dream authors that you'd love to work with and kind of work down the list. Um, you might like to partner up with someone else to run, you know, another author you're already friends with to run a box set, um, and that way you, the two of you, you know, there are a lot of work to run, so the two of you can kind of pull together and split, split up the tasks. Um, and you can run them, say, for example, where you, I would always run them where you invite authors um, rather than, you know, putting up an application form and waiting for applications because the authors who, the big name authors with big audiences, they are not applying for these things. Um, you know, they're being, they're being invited. So I would go to authors that you, you like and you admire and I'd invite them to your sets. I'd you know put together a, a plan, a marketing plan. Um, look at like limited runs for the sets. So you know having a really short run, 30 days or 90 days, or um, just you know, so it's up for a for a short period of time and that encourages people to, to buy it and ha and it's got to have content in it that they can't get anywhere else and that content might become available after the box set but for now should be um it should be new content they can't get anywhere else you can do like a bonus a, you know a bonus story from a, a series that you already have um you know so featuring characters that they're, they're already familiar with um but just remember that what you're trying to do is attract new readers not push your readers to the box set like you want that to happen as well um but you're trying to attract new readers. So whatever you put in the box set, it has to be something that new readers who've never heard of you before can get into 
and understand and go, oh my god, I want to have more of this. So first book in a new series is really good. Um, and then put the second book up for pre-order for when the end of the box set is. Um, and then you take the box set down, you stick up book one, um, that they've already all read in the box set, um, and then you've got book two already on pre-order. That's a, a good way to do it. You could also do just a chunk of book one. Um, you could do a standalone that's set in, in, in a world that you already have, and you know tell people want more from this world. You know, go and read this previous series of mine. So lots of different options you can have. So box sets, obviously a lot more work than some of these other options, but a very very good way to collaborate with other authors and lot you know lots of work, but lots of fun too. So that's all for this week's podcast. I hope that I have given you lots of cool ideas about collaboration with other authors. I think we are going to have a lot of fun this year. You know, as much fun as we can have, stuck inside our homes, hopefully for not too much longer. Um, I'm really, really excited to see what you guys come up with. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, yeah, this, that, that's all for this week. Happy publishing.